0: Hi everyone and welcome back to episode four of our weekly podcast. I am Vish and I'm joined by Avir. So Avir, hi and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi Vish, how are you?
0: I am Me just- and Vish are
1: having a great, great day.
0: Well, Crazy day. People are day. wondering why we are laughing. We just happened to share a lot of incidents that happened before setting this podcast up. Both technically and mentally doesn't seem to be a great day for us. So please pardon us for starting off on a rocky note. Anyway, so uh, every podcast episode, we already had a pre-planned topic the day before, and then we discussed it on the spot for you. This time, we're going to do it different. So we have received a lot of suggestions for topics from you, and we personally also have a few topics. So we put them all together. So we're going to pick one randomly, and then we're going to discuss it today in front of you. So Abir, please do the honors.
1: And do my crystal ball work. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm
0: curious because we picked
1: one. Better. Yeah, we picked one before and we recorded what, like half an hour before it got. Oh, you actually picked this one. A fear of missing out. What is happening today with a fear? <laughs> So the fear to, of missing
0: out. Just to set the context for all of you, we happened to pick another chit half an hour before we recorded this video. We thought we were recording. We discussed a lot. And uh, the silly me never you know, realized that I haven't pressed the record button yet. So we missed out on that. So we came back. We picked another topic. So the topic for today's discussion is fear of missing Here. out. FOMO. FOMO. <sighs> So
1: would you like to start and say something about it? Oh my God, I am the queen of the fear of missing out. I think, I don't know why, but I always feel like, um, I think in today's society as well, it's something that is common between people, but I don't know how we're going to jump and start talking about relationships. But the first thing that comes into my mind when we say the fear of missing out is relationships because I was so shallow to the point that I would never date one person because I liked the thought of being so free that I can choose whatever I want, whenever I want. Even though that in Arabic, we have this thing where we say, um, One bird in your hand is better than 10 birds on a tree, which means you have something, you have something good. For me, it was exact opposite. I would watch all the birds on the tree all day long for so many years, but I didn't want that bird in my hand. And I feel that comes from the fear of making the wrong choice as well. I always feared if I pick something, And it wasn't satisfying, like, will I regret my action? So somehow not getting anything was the easy choice for me. Can you relate to any of this?
0: Absolutely, when you said that one bird in your hand is better than 10 birds, that's all that I could think of is I always focus on those 10 birds and not the bird that I have on my hand. Even worse, I start talking negative about the bird in my hand and start comparing it. Because you start doing those pros and cons list and you automatically have- high- the bird. <laughs> you have more <laughs> number of cons for the bird in your hand because deep down you know that you're not gonna be happy with it because uh, there's another quote by the way. Have you watched the show called, uh, How I Met Your Mother? It happens to be like yeah. in the sitcom. And uh, there's a guy in the show called Barney, uh, played by Neil Patrick Harris, who always says new is always better. Right? No matter what, and that entire episode is dedicated to that. Where he has a phone, and he's a playboy. He's a psychopath, uh, so to speak, and a sociopath rather. So every now and then, there's a new girl who calls him up, and you know, invites him for a date, and he gives up the date that he already has, assuming that the newer one is always going to
1: be, better. be better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I could relate to that. The moment you said the ten birds and the one word analogy, so. Uh,
1: I think people people don't want to admit it to themselves Um, and I feel like I don't mind talking about this but actually the other day I was talking to someone about this and this person said but Abir you never know if it's if you are going to like my question was like how do you know that you pick the right person? And this person said, you actually never know, it's just that you need to trust your gut. And if it feels comfortable, then probably it is the right person. But I don't know, I think we got to a point where we have so much abundance of everything, not only relationships. Can a beer actually buy clothes and be happy with them for a long time? First of all, all, I go to shops and I see all these clothes and I'm like, I want. I wanted the blue dress, but there I go and they see the pink and the, and which one, I'm there stay at food, I stare at food. In the shop, I, I stare at food. I stare at clothes. There's nothing that I don't stare at. And most of the time I end up being drained. Um, and most of the time as well, I don't buy anything because I just get so disappointed. So it's the same thing. I think it's a pattern that we have not only with um, relationships or uh, shopping, but it is that we have so much of everything that making the right choice is so scary.
0: Another byproduct of what you said is indecision, right? You can't make proper decisions if you always have that fear of missing out. And again, there's a lack of judgment there. Another thing that uh, is quite funny is, all the bad habits that I've learned till date are because of the fear of missing out, so to speak. When you're in college, you tend to catch up with people that you don't like, but you want to be included in the group and you're, you know, you're fearful of missing out on things that they might uh, encounter. Be doing. Yeah. Be it good or bad. So think of smoking, think of doing drugs, think of, you know, any bad habit or any good habit also, you never know is you eventually do that because you don't want to miss out of that entire experience and a part of that social uh, construct. So that's another thing that I can relate to every time uh, because back in my college day, even at work, right? There are always specific groups. In India, there's another big thing, Abir, because we have uh, more than 30 states. Uh, guys, please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know the exact number of states. Uh, I am apologetic for it, but I'm assuming it's around 31 or 32. Um, though we are a single nation, now we have metropolitan cities, people from different parts of the country come and work there. No matter what happens and you speak in a single language, you do the same profession, you will see, still see a lot of groups in our offices. As in a group of people from Bangalore will stick together. A group of people from, say, Delhi are going to stick together. A group of people who speak the same language are going to stick together and go on breaks together. Again, that's one is yes, the sense of comfort. The other one is also the fear of missing out because you assume that if you're going to move away from a strong social group, you might have your experience diluted. Is it not?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm Um, sorry, I'm
0: going off track. (laughs)
1: No, you're, 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 you're right. I feel for me, that doesn't work really. I tell you why. Uh, And I have, because I am a rebel and I always kind of want, I like being different, but I can see how, for example, in Ireland, there is um, a lot of Brazilians, a lot of Spanish people, and I can see they most of the time they stick to their group because um, um, I don't know if that's, like the fear of missing out, but maybe it's just some um, feeling of familiarity that you're more comfortable with your own people. And there aren't many Palestinians in Ireland. And to be honest, I always thought like, if I left my country, it's not to meet people from my country. I want to meet people from other cultures. Um, so I actually am so blessed to have my friends. Shout out to my friends who are amazing. I have Indian friends, Irish friends, people, Spanish friends, people from all over the world. And I really enjoy the um, uh, diversity, sorry, that's not the right word, the, um, the huge collection. <laughs>
0: The assorted, oh, I don't know if that's the Yeah. Yeah. But I think I appreciate little, little you correcting me. There. Yeah. I think uh, you mentioned the right point. I was talking more about the sense of inclusivity or feeling yes. more comfortable with the group of people that are familiar to you. I think you Yes. That. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> so what What else do you feel uh, the fear of missing out? Um, oh, oh
0: uh. Social media, right? Because uh, I wasn't on Instagram until like a couple of years ago. Instagram has been in this world for donkey's years now, I assume. And everyone's on Instagram posting pictures. I knew about Instagram, but I never had any idea what to do with it. That's how stupid I was. Uh, (laughs) And I always felt Facebook is one platform for you to connect. And then WhatsApp came in and I thought, okay, hey, that's good for instant messaging. And then you won't believe the only reason I got on Instagram was so that I've not left out. Otherwise I have no reason to be on Instagram. Of course, now I do videos and whatnot and I post it and it's a platform for me to entertain and make people smile. But if it wasn't for this, I wouldn't be on Instagram because I'm not a person who clicks pictures. I'm not a person who likes putting up stories. The only reason I got into Instagram when I think of it now is because a lot of my friends abandoned Facebook and got into Instagram. So maybe I'm the culprit also that I did have a constant fear of being, you know, uh, that I miss out on things.
1: But in that case, I would say the fear of missing out actually served you.
0: Yeah, it worked. was, it was like, in my favor, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's why I think fear is, When it takes over your life, like I'm saying earlier that I used to rather have all the birds on the tree rather than the one in my hand. And if I had the one in my hand, I just wanted to kill it. Um, I feel like if you are at that stage, that is bad and unhealthy. But sometimes, as you said uh, in your example, actually fear served you. Somehow you're putting now your videos online and on Instagram, on YouTube. So fear isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's like the levels of fear that we feel is what determines if it's going to be a bad thing or a good thing.
0: So Abhin, now that you mentioned that, fear is a good thing. Speaking of fear of missing out, here's a question for you, which I think, uh, I, I see that a lot happening now is because of social media, I see people doing things which don't pertain to them, which they don't have to participate in, but they still do it because they don't want to be left out. Let me give you an example. So if something major happens in the world, let's say a very famous individual, uh, for example, uh, recently we had the star of Black Panther. Uh, I forgot his name. I'm sorry guys, I don't follow uh, Uh, I'm not
1: good at names anyway. I'm assuming
0: his name is Chadwick. One part of his name is. My apologies. I don't don't want to be insensitive, but I don't watch movies uh, which are pertaining to superheroes. So uh, he passed away and I've heard great things about him. Wonderful actor, wonderful human being. And everyone, you know, I saw the social media having this entire construct where people put in your condolences that, you know, such a major human being passed away. And, we moan for the loss, which is good. And I don't mean to be cynical here, but a lot of people on Instagram or maybe Facebook or whatever, or WhatsApp, right? A lot of people haven't even watched his movies or some of them might even not know him and yet they post They will post
1: things. Yeah.
0: yeah I, I, and I know you, if I say this, a lot of people will say, I wish you're being cynical. You know, what's wrong in showing sentiment towards the human being that you felt bad that another human being passed away. I don't mean to point that out it's okay to be sensitive but the idea is you are posting stuff because you saw other people post other it.
1: people posting it
0: the same thing about any social trend that happens right any popular meme any popular tiktok that happens and that goes viral you will see millions of people doing the same version of it and mind you chances are i may have also done it so it's not that i'm leaving myself out of the circle but what do you think abir on that line that people Some people come on social media like myself, just because we have the fear of missing out. And some people do activities on social media, not because they want to, it's because they don't want to be left out.
1: I feel we got to a place that we are terribly lonely and we really want connections with people and we really want to be accepted and we really wanted to be loved and we really want to feel as a part of something. I think, I don't know about you or everyone else who's watching this, but I really feel we got to a lonely place in life. And um, not that I'm, um, I'm never pessimistic. I see myself as a positive person and I like to look at the good side of life. But I feel, again, what you said, like sometimes we have a persona online where we really, really try to be accepted by other people and we want to feel valuable and we want to be validated. And sometimes our close circle doesn't give us that. So we try really hard to be a part of anything. And especially with the social media fame, everyone feels like, why not me? Why these people can be successful? Why can they? Um, you know, have successful businesses and be seen, and they really try to recreate that and do the same thing that other people do, but not from a place of self confidence and place of offering value to people, but they do it from a place of like lack. Because I feel like if we have something that is valuable that we want to put out there and we want people to relate to it, and we want to um, really share with others, and we definitely know it's valuable, that's a stable ground where you can grow and really do something different that will really help you to feel as a part of something But if you're not offering much and you're doing it from a place of lack, like I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, and I want people to notice me, oh my goodness, I know that feeling. Like I used to feel so unseen, so unloved, so unheard. And I wanted to find a way to um, allow people to see me and to be part of something. But then we spoke about this last, um, in our last episode that, we cannot get those things from the outside as long as we didn't sort them out on the inside. We have to do a lot of internal work and only when we find our value inside, we can offer something good to others. But I feel everyone else goes the wrong way about it because the media teaches us to go the other way about it.
0: You mentioned a fantastic point, Abir, is the fact that It's not, (laughs) you always bring up some mind blowing aspects, which seem like so basic, but you never think of it. And then you realize like, man, that's a killer point. Uh, what I was impressed by is the fact that when I spoke of the earlier views, it's not to take a dig at people uh, for posting social on social media. Uh, Like I said, it's okay to post whatever you want. Who are we to tell you or judge or monitor you? The fact is if that provides value, like you said, if it's off value and if you feel it can make a difference for people, even if you're following a trend, that is okay, right? Because Mm. how many unique topics will you find in the world to post things about? Everything will be repetitive. You just have to be creative or rather innovative, is it not? So that's fine by us, so we have no concerns with that. So if you have something of value, yes. But if you want to post just because you notice that happening around you, then chances are you are in that circle of fear of missing out. Uh, I was talking to Abir about this uh, earlier as well. Is uh, A lot of times I don't reveal what I do for a job or a living out of my social circle, which is very small. But since I got on YouTube, it's kind of evident now. Is uh, I work as a performance and a behavior coach. So in India, such people are called trainers right? Because trainer is such a universal term. You can be a gym trainer also, but I'm more of a corporate trainer, so to speak. So couple of people, not couple, yeah. I mean, hundreds of people rather uh, who keep coming to me once in a while and say, "Wish I see what you do. I see the people. I see the uh, small amount of fame that you get and the love that you get from people. Because when you work as a trainer, you train say a hundred people, 200 people, you yeah, have fancy venues and you know how the fanfare works at that point of time. And they said, I want to do that too. I want to be a trainer, Wish And what you see, do seems so much fun to do. And uh, I, I'm taken aback because I'm, on one side, I'm glad that somebody wants to pursue this passion just like me because that was my dream since I started my college. So it's been like 15 years dream of mine. But on the other side, I noticed that that person thought of this profession only after seeing me and uh, the experience that I had for myself. And that person thought, okay, I have this. And I asked them, okay, fine. So here's what I will help you do. I'll help you find a job. I will give you a couple of references. But at the beginning, you're not gonna get as much paid as what someone like me will get paid. At the beginning, you won't get that much respect what I get probably. You will have to travel a lot. You'll have to uh, bust your (laughs) butt. (laughs) Rather, I want to be very PG on this podcast. We don't want to use any profanities. So you'll have to do a lot of such stuff. And the moment I say that, they're like, why should I travel? Why should I work for such a low-pay scale? Why should I do that? And I said, hey, you wanted this job. You wanted this fame. So if you want to get there, you've got to do this. And I said, you know what, Vish? I'm fine with what I am. I don't want to become a trainer anymore. So that's what I realized. This fear of missing out is when you see a circle or a person or a group of people doing something that you feel is of value. Maybe it relates to you or not. That's a different story, but you try to jump on the bandwagon because you want to make the most.
1: Yeah, I can see, I can see what, um, um, I can see the message that you have here and how people sometimes don't really connect to who they are and what they really love to do just in the name of, you know, fame or success, whatever that means to them. And here we are going, talking about success and all the other stuff that we spoke about in the other podcasts. But you chase them. Which is why? Good.
0: Because you have the fear of missing out on that, is it not?
1: So- yeah, I think fear of missing out and also fear of stepping into ourselves and knowing what we really like, like, um, You know, I told you, and we spoke about this many times, I used to um, want to be an actor, and I put all my energy in there. And to be honest, I did love it. But, and with the time, I realized, no, I don't love acting necessarily because I hate learning lines, but what I love doing is talking. (laughs) So sometimes we could confuse what we um, okay? I say talking, but really, I like telling stories. Whether it's when within art or shit sometimes, but that's okay. <laughs> I know you said we can't use bad language, and I was like, hmm.
0: That's okay. Bad like language that's
1: my is my thing. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> yeah, but um, what was I saying?
0: So you were talking about your know. career and how you moved yeah, so that thing it's,
1: it's important to know what we really like and not follow other people's uh, dreams because what works for them do- doesn't mean that it will necessarily work for us
0: yeah i mean when i look at your instagram pictures i'm like wow maybe i should be doing those things but then i realize, you know what maybe i'm good with what i'm doing i shouldn't be doing <laughs> something which I don't know what it's about. So you kind of struck the point there, right? Because sometimes there are things which you might love looking at it. You might love experiencing and appreciating it, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it. I mean, if you have the talent, if you can add value, sure. If not, you're just following that circle of trying to, you know, you're fearful of missing out on things and you're just trying to catch. And that's more evident now, right? Because I don't know. When I, when I speak to my parents, uh, they never talk of such concepts. They're like, what is this new concept? Why do you kids keep coming up with new phrases and acronyms, fear of missing out? What the hell is this? Because I, that I, is,
1: I, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Continue.
0: Yeah. I mean like in those days there, your circle was close knit. You didn't know what was going on maybe four streets away from you because you were focused on your family, your immediate circle, and you're happy and you had a community and best practices within the community. So you never had the fear of missing out. If you ever visited another community, you learned whatever you could. And then whatever you could teach you, you taught, and then you came back. You were happy and content. But now with social media, everything is to be grabbed, apparently.
1: And as humans, I feel like one of our biggest gifts, but also it could be a curse sometimes, is our imagination. And we love fantasies. So, I actually was talking to my mom the other day, and um, uh, we were talking about this lady um, in our village, how beautiful she was. She's way older than, than my mom, would be around like my age, and she said, you know, it's you, she was one of a kind. And I feel really at the time where social media wasn't there the only most beautiful person that you would see maybe is your cousin, or I don't know, the girl down, or the boy down the road, or maybe one or two people that they're so amazing. But everyone else is like just normal. And now, my goodness, everywhere you look, it's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. (laughs) like, And you also create the good thing again it's a good thing and it's a bad thing you create a personality that you wish to see in this ideal person so as we talked about last time you don't actually get to know this person you create the idea in your head and then you fall in love with it so i think that's why we also are always worried about the choices that we're going to make i think the thing that we fall in love with the most is our ideas or our cre- the, the creation of our mind. And if I wish something for myself is to be happy with what I have.
0: <sighs> wow. I, I really hope all of us could say that with a lot of confidence, being happy with what you have. It ain't easy, but always a journey to get there so let's see if we can get there eventually for now I think it's a good time for us to kind of uh, conclude our podcast what do you think Abhin
1: yeah I think I think it was good especially that we um, had another one beforehand <laughs> and we talked about so much I think this is a good time to end it
0: yes folks you will see Abhin and I are a little exhausted because we recorded another podcast before this which we didn't record we actually just had a discussion so, <laughs> yeah, <between us. laughs> uh, we want to hear from you what are your thoughts on today's topic fear of missing out I mean whatever Abir, uh, Abir and I express are purely from our point of view I need, I need to put this disclaimer out we are not here to hurt anyone's sentiment uh, it's not going to be like other podcasts where we roast other cultures or people or practices for us it's purely about expressing what's our point of view and telling you that maybe you could be one of them. If not, we want to have a discussion with you and just see what's out there to experience and listen to. Is it not happen?
1: Yes. And since it's the time of the full moon, <laughs> I hope that you all are keeping sane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, full moon is such a huge deal in India. We need to have some uh, new topic. Also Talk about it. Yeah. Some superstitions or something. like that. That's going to be like a fun topic also.
1: Yes, it's actually one of them time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And by the way, guys, Abir and I, we do disagree a lot of times. It's just that the timing isn't so perfect because when we are on camera, we don't seem to <laughs> disagree, but we do yeah. a lot. It's just that we'll just have to wait for that topic to kind of trigger us and let's see if that works out. Uh, so having said that, uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. By the way, our podcast is live and available on Spotify. So every week that we upload a podcast on YouTube, the next two days, the Spotify podcast will be available. We're in the process of making it happen on other platforms like Breaker and even on Google Podcasts. So stick around, uh, do follow us both. You can follow Abir's link, Abir's account there in the description. And of course, myself. Uh, until we meet again, take care and have a great you day. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.